I destroy them now. I destroy them now. I burn them to ashes. I burn them to ashes. But the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 fire. I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say good afternoon, Holy Ghost. Good afternoon, Holy Ghost. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Take over me. Take over me. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. Guide me. Protect me. Protect me. Bring my blessings today. Bring my blessings today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, Jesus said that there I am in their midst. So this afternoon we'll be going straight to the Word of God. Let us go through the Word of God together this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to be going straight to the Word of God from the book of um, Second Chronicles from verse number 16 of chapter 32. The Bible reads as follows. Sennacherib's officers spoke further against the Lord, against his servant Hezekiah. The king also wrote letters ridiculing the Lord, the God of Israel, saying things against him. Just as the gods of the people of other lands did not rescue their people from their land, from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not rescue his people from my hand. Then they called out Hebrew to people, to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to terrify them and uh, make them afraid in, the, in order to capture the city. They spoke about God of Jerusalem as they did about the gods of the other peoples of the world. They work the work of the human hands. The king Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, cried out in prayer to heaven about this. 
And the Lord sent an angel who annihilated all the fighting men, commanders, and officers in the camp of Assyrian king. So he withdrew up to his own land in disgrace. When he went into the temple of his God, some of his son, his own flesh and blood, cut him down with a sword. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, from the hand of all others. He took care of them on every side. Hallelujah. I want to just talk about this, you know, this Sennacherib, he was a king of Assyria. This king of Assyria, you know, he did not do a, a background check on the God of Israel. He compared the God of Israel with other gods. He think that the God of Israel is an idol. Idol like uh, other idols of many other nations. Then he's doing like that, thinking that the God of uh, of Israel is an idol. He's comparing the God of Israel like all other gods. Then to make it worse, when Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, was faced with Hezekiah, he doesn't only talk against Hezekiah, he talks against Jehovah. He talks against Jehovah. You know, anyone who will challenge your God Anyone who will challenge God, a living God, that person is not wise. In a mere word, that person is a fool. You know, you can, if you want to challenge Ezekiel, you can try. But how do you talk about against God? It's like when you find somebody who's not wise talking against God. How can anybody ever talk against the living God? Everlasting God, the mighty God, the mighty warrior, the great in battle, God of signs and wonders. It is something to talk against the person. But it's also something to talk about the person who worship a living God. And this is what they did. The snitchery when it comes to when it comes to um, to Jerusalem to go and fight Hezekiah. He knew that people's strength is in their God. And now he is trying to ridicule the living God, Jehovah. And as if Jehovah is a nobody, Jehovah cannot do anything, and Jehovah cannot do anything. And the Bible says that he began to take talk against their God and compare Jehovah with other gods. Not knowing that Jehovah is not like other gods. Jehovah is a living God. And the Bible said that as they were doing that, you know, they even brought some, some of the people from the land, from their land. These other people, when they come there, they were just only to talk. They were just coming to report, to talk to talk things, to make sure that people who are inside, they can be afraid, they can be full of fear. Because that is actually how the devils operate. 
You know how the devil operates? The devil operates with fear. That's how he operates. He operates with fear. He speaks things that if you hear them and you listen to them, you will be scared, you will be afraid. And God operates with faith. Then God operates with faith and the devil operates with fear. Then that's why even when this sanitary arrived there, he began to bring that information that that information if Hezekiah and the people of the land, if they could listen to him, they are going to be afraid. But you know, that's why it is important as a child of the living God to, to know who you listen to. To know what you listen to. Things because some of the information they are the information that the devil is trying to, to send out. He is trying to speak out strategically that whoever will listen to that, to that information will be gripped with fear. And when that person is gripped with fear, the devil will be able to do what he wants to do. Then it's not every information that you must listen to. Or even if you listen to it, you don't have to take it serious. But as a child of God, it is important to listen to the word of God, what God is saying to your situation, what is God is saying to you. And after when you have listened to what God is saying, you believe what God is saying. Only what is important in the child of God's life is the word of God. It is what God is saying. It is what God is saying. That is what is important. It is what is important. What is important, it is what God is saying. It's not what the devil is saying. It's not what the doctor is saying. It's not what even whoever is saying or what the news is reporting. You know, you find that there are some people who are by going around, buying newspapers, trying to find out what does the reporters of this world say. What are they reporting about? That information, most of the time, it will not help you. What you must be, your greatest newspaper, it must be the word of God. Like when you are getting the word of God like this. It may seem like, uh, is it really relevant to my life? Yes, it's really relevant. The more you listen to it, the more your faith develops. And that's what the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith. That means if you want faith, first of all, you need the word of God. And after when you need the, you, you, you need the word of God, you get the word of God, you're going to have faith. And you will be able to please God. You will be able to walk with God. That is important. Then you are news. What is what we call, we must call your news, is not the newspaper. What must be your news, it is not what ABC, CNN, SAB, SAB, uh, CNA, and whatever it is, is reporting to a child of God. Hey, it, it is not CNN which must actually update you. It is the word of God. The word of God must update you. Because we live by faith, not by sight. We live not by what the reporters are saying. 
Sometimes these reporters, you think they are reporting, but they are reporting what the devil wants you to hear. And the more you listen to what the devil wants you to hear and you believe it, you are destroyed. Because the devil is not coming to the, there to bless you. The Bible says that the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But as a child of the living God, you must listen to the word of God. You listen to the word of God. Hezekiah was speaking of God, but Sinu Cherib and his officers were talking of the devil. We're talking of the devil. The devil was speaking through Sinu Cherib. Not only Sinu Cherib, even his officers. Then as a child of God, you must not listen to the officers of the devil. It's the same thing sometimes, you know, you find that they are updating how many, many people that have died because of COVID. How many, many, what is the second wave doing? What is the third wave is about to come? You know, is that, that is not the, 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 the information that you must be believing and you must be listening to. You must be listening to what God is saying about your situation. You must be saying, you must be listening to what God is saying. The more you listen to what God is saying, the more you believe it, the more you will overcome. Your victory, it is coming from the word. Your victory, is, is, it is coming from the word of God. Your victory, it is not coming from every other information. Then that's why... The word of God, when we are saying that we have got a session of the word of God, we are trying now to give you the news from above. We are trying now to update you from above. How will God say that things are going to turn around? How will God say this is about to happen? How will God say that is about to happen? And that what must be what, must be what you put in your heart. No, it must be what you put in your heart. It must not be everything. And that's why the Bible said that. When Hezekiah and, uh, and, and, and Amos, the, 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 the son of Amos, Isaiah, could hear what Sennacherib and what the officers of Sennacherib were saying, the Bible said that. Hezekiah, they, they, they prayed. That's what the Bible said that. They prayed. Amen. That's what... The Bible says that in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter twenty, chapter thirty-two, verse number twenty, the king of the king Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, cried out in prayer to heaven about this. Then that's what you do when when you have heard something that you don't want to hear. When you have heard the bad report, do you just cry? What do you do? It is time to go to, to the sacred place of prayer and you begin to cry unto God. And you begin to pray. Then Isaiah, he knew what to do when he had heard something that he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to hear. And the Bible says that Hezekiah and Isaiah went to the, to the and begin to call upon God, begin to pray. You know, let me tell you this. But as a child of God, we must not pray because we are in trouble. We must not pray because there is a problem. Yes, yeah, there's nothing wrong to pray because there's a trouble. But we must pray even when everything is going well in such a way that 
Even the day when there is a problem, already you have prayed. It's like when Jesus Christ taught us, when Jesus said that when we pray, we must say that we must ask God and say, Oh God, deliver me from temptation. Lead me not into temptation. When, when Jesus Christ was teaching us that we must say that, Lead me not into temptation. It's because there's no problem. There's no temptation. There's no problem. There's no temptation. But you are praying before that temptation come. And you are saying, oh God, lead me not into temptation. Let problem not come my way. You are praying before the problem comes. You are praying before the challenge comes. When the challenge tries to come, you find that already you are prepared. You are already out out of that problem. How? Spiritually. Already. When the problem is coming, it it has been diverged already. It was coming but already is diverged. It is coming but already there is a solution. Why? Because you were were prepared in prayer. You are not praying because there is a problem. You are not waiting for the problem to come. You prayed before it comes. When it comes, you are calm. When when it comes, you are already overcome. That was Jesus even that day of crucifixion and of his arrest. That's why he made sure that before he was arrested... He is not arrested in any other place. He is arrested in the place of prayer. The Bible said that knowing that he is about to be arrested, the Bible said that Jesus Christ, he went to the mountain with his disciples, saying, wait here, I'm going there to pray. And he went there to pray. And as he arrived, they begin to pray. And even told his disciples, pray so that you may not fall into temptation. Don't wait for the temptation to come and begin to pray. Pray so that you may not fall into temptation. Oh, you will see it when you read the book of Matthew chapter 26 when he's getting arrested. You realize that he was prepared. He was not even running away. He was not even fasting, fighting. Why? He have prayed already. When they arrest him, you can see how calm he was before Pilate. You can tell how calm he was even when he was being crucified. Why? He was ready spiritually. Then, then, as children of the living God, we must perfect to pray, not because there are troubles. We must perfect to pray, not because, hey, you are in trouble. No, pray without trouble so that trouble cannot come. They say that prevention is better than cure. Yes, then this kind of pro- prayer is a prevention prayer. It's not a cue prayer. When you're praying, prayer. A prayer of a cue is when somebody's in trouble, like when now Hezekiah is praying with, um, with, uh, with Isaiah. Isaiah and Hezekiah, they're already in trouble. They're praying like this now. They're under pressure. When you're praying, and by the time that you're praying, you're not in trouble. You are free. You are not in trouble. You are not under pressure. You are praying nicely. You are relaxed. But if you wait for trouble and the problem to come, that kind of prayer, you are under pressure. Then avoid prayers that you pray when you are under pressure. By praying when there is no trouble. And let those who think, okay, let those who who, who relax and don't pray 
when they've got time to pray and wait for trouble to come, let them pray under pressure. And you, by that time, you are sorted. There is already a solution. If you have stopped the problem before it comes, a child of God, that is the place where we must be. A place of stopping a problem before problem comes. So that you may not experience a problem and a challenge. Otherwise, hey, to be in the place of trouble, because trouble, it is troubling. You don't want to be there. By, by perfecting praying beforehand. Pray beforehand. Hey, pray beforehand. Live a life of prayer. Live the life of prayer, the life of power. So that you may not be under pressure for God to take you out of trouble. Then Hezekiah and Isaiah were under pressure. But thank God they knew who to call. And they called God. And God wanted somebody to agree with. Somebody to call. When they called God, the Bible said God this time he sent an angel. He wanted to teach a lesson in nature. And the Bible said that that angel did. That angel fought them. This time it was not a man who was fighting them. This time it was God who they were trying to challenge. And indeed that angel chased them to their own country. And the Bible says that when Sennacherib arrived at his own palace, one of his sons even killed him because he had touched God. Because he had challenged God. He must not challenge God. For Sennacherib to challenge Jehovah is because Sennacherib is a fool. Anyone who challenges God is a fool. Unless you are challenging an idol. Unless that person is challenging an idol. But challenging a, a living God. The Bible said that it is a dangerous thing to fall into the hands of God. That means anybody who challenges God, that person is a what? It's a fool. How can somebody challenge God? It is a, it is a terrible thing. The Bible says that for a person to fall into what? Into the hands of God. Then somebody who is wise will not dare challenge God. Hallelujah. Anywhere, because this is a midday service, can you say, My day is blessed? My day is my family is blessed. My family is blessed. Say my career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. Say, I live in supernatural success. 
success. Say, devil, devil, take off your hand. Take off your hand from my life. From my life. From my family. From my family. From my career. From my career. From my everything. Say I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. My miracles. My miracles. My testimonies. My angels, usher me. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. Everything that I do. Angels, angels, represent me. Represent me. Present me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So this afternoon there may be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Then this afternoon let us say this prayer together, the prayer to renew our vows, the prayer to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me. Protect me from today. From today. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If there was somebody praying for the first time, that prayer know that yes, you are born again, you are saved, you are a child of the living God, and do yourself a favor, follow this profile. Whenever we go live, you 